What if you don't need to live in pain and suffering? What if you could give up your karma and have a life of abundance and joy? What if you could start creating magic and miracles that you never thought were possible? Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is you. Now, here's the host of Creating Abundance with Ease radio show, Dr. Helen Gitlovich. Welcome. I'm Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today, our show topic is, Are you willing to be wrong or are you always right? How much of your life you have been avoiding being wrong? And yet, a lot of people judged you as wrong, and you tried to prove that you were right. Let's play with tools of access consciousness and see how we can get out of being right or wrong. Magic is everywhere. Abundance is everywhere. What if you can tap into abundance and start creating it in our lives with total ease beyond right and wrong? Being a medical doctor and a published author, a radio show host, podcaster, as well as teacher of Akashic Records and founder of Akashic School of Creation, Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, three-day body class facilitator, and being used certified facilitator and a Reiki master, I'm always interested in empowering people to heal themselves and to see the magic they are. Will you join me in the classes around the world, in person or online? Or you can schedule a private session and together we can create abundance and ease in all areas of our lives. And when we are trying to prove that we are right, we are actually taking ourselves out of being present, out of knowing what's in front of us. Being right or being wrong is just another judgment. Nothing more and nothing less. All the judgments are lies. All of them are fixed points of view. If you think about them for a second, if you're right or wrong, doesn't matter, it's one point of view. It's always a conclusion. It's never is an end, uh, a question. It's always something that you've decided is either right or wrong. Or another thing, 99% of the time, that point of view might not be even yours. How funny is that? You're proving the rightness of your point of view. You're proving that you're right. And it's not even your point of view? How funny is that? And is it, a lot of times it's not even relevant to you. But you're still proving it. You're still trying to make yourself that righteous point of view, that righteous person that creates the arguments. How many of you created the conflicts? and arguments just based on the point of view that you have that you try to prove that it's right. What if it's not important? Look at that. You're proving you're right. What's the value in that? Does it make you happier? 
I remember years ago, somebody asked me if I wanted to be right or if I wanted to be happy. And I'm like, I want both. Well, at that time, I didn't have the tools of access consciousness. And I didn't have a lot of other tools. I think I didn't even do Akasha Krakas at that time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want both. I want to be happy and I want to be right. And the funniest thing is, I want is actually lack. I was lacking of being right and I was lacking of being happy. Because look at that. Look at any situation when you're arguing with somebody. They are proving their point of view. You're proving your point of view. Is it creating greater? Is it creating joy, ease, and glory for either one of you? Usually not. Usually it's just, I'm right. No, I'm right. We have to do this. No, we have to do this because I'm right. I know better. No, no, no. I know better. No, no, no. I know better. And you're not moving anywhere. Think of action and reaction. It's the third law of physics, the Newtonian law. Action is always equal and opposite of reaction. Think of those little balls that one ball hits another ball and this ball hits this one and you hit this one and you hit this one and it goes on and on. What if you stop hitting each other? What if for a moment you step out of that equation of being right or being wrong and dropped it? What if you didn't resist and react or align and agree with being right or being wrong? You're just like, ah, interesting point of view. I have this interesting point of view. This tool of access consciousness is being an allowance of everybody and everything. I had a point of my life, like when I just started Access, I had a friend. And she always proved her point of view. And we did argue because I knew better. Of course I knew better. I am a doctor. I am that. I am this. I read so much. And she's like, no, no, no. I am right. And it didn't go anywhere. We would argue, sometimes get upset with each other, sometimes didn't talk to each other. And one day when I discovered the access consciousness tools of being an allowance, I'm like, okay, so she's got an interesting point of view. I have an interesting point of view. Let's try that too. Yep. Whatever you say is interesting. She looked at me and said, you really think so? And I'm like, yeah, it is interesting. It's an interesting point of view. And she's like, melted. I'm talking about literally melted. Her face light up. Her whole body relaxed. She didn't have to fight anymore. She didn't have to defend her point of view. And that didn't make me feel bad. It actually made me feel amazing. It was like, wow, 
those tools work. And well, a few months later, she realized that I didn't agree with her because her idea was if I said it's interesting point of view, I agreed with her and the line and agreed. Um, no, I just said it is interesting point of view because everybody has an interesting point of view. Everybody's point of view is valid if they choose it. And what if we didn't make it solid? What if we could change our point of view? What if we didn't have to have any point of view? Think of the words, point of view. It's actually looking from one perspective. Look at, there is a story about three blind sages. When they came to an elephant, one was touching his tail, one was touching his leg, and one was touching his um, body, I think. So one said, oh, the elephant looks like a snake. The other one, no, 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 no. The elephant looks like a column. And the other one, no, you're both wrong. The elephant is a wall. Well, neither one of them was right. Neither one of them was wrong. Elephant had part of the body that was like a snake, his tail. And yes, he had a leg that felt like a column. And yes, his body, when the blind sage touched it, felt like a wall. And it was just a point of view. One was looking at the tail, one was looking at the leg, and one was looking at the body. But none of them saw the whole picture, that the elephant was more than the parts of it. So how often do we look at the problem, at things going on in our lives from only one point of view instead of looking at the whole picture? What if we changed our point of view and looked from the right side, looked from the left side, looked from the top, looked from the bottom? It all would give different perspectives. But no, we decided if we're looking from the right side, it's the right point of view. So that's the whole thing. And especially if we're looking through the glasses that's been colored by our experiences, by our, our past, by our past lives. Everything colors whatever we see unless we realize that and let it go and just use our awareness instead of our eyesight, our taste, our senses. What if we actually stepped out of it and instead of using our thoughts, feelings, emotions, we start using our knowing, 
our being, our perceiving and receiving. And from that, we could see the whole picture. The whole thing. And not only three-dimensional or four-dimensional or fifth-dimensional, whatever's going on. What if we saw it multidimensional and actually choose something different if it doesn't work for us instead of being stuck with the wrongness or the rightness. And it's time for our first break of the show. You've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlovich on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we'll continue to discuss what are you proving, right? or wrong. We'll be right back. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, You'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today, our show topic is, are you willing to be wrong? Or are you always right? And can anybody be right? No. Can anybody be always wrong? No. It's not about that. This is about getting out of the judgment of being right or wrong. Because a lot of times, the only reason why we are 
trying to prove that we are right is because somewhere, somehow we believe that we are wrong. That's the only reason. Because if we knew we're actually just being and knowing, if we actually know that we know, we wouldn't need to prove that we are right. We just look at the person and say, yeah, it is an interesting point of view. You have it. Have this point of view. But not from the space of, you have an interesting point of view, but I am right. Because it is a different energy when you're using the tools. You can use the tools actually by being the tools of access or being the tools, whatever modality are you using. Because a lot of modality, a lot of spiritual practices use the same thing. If you're in gratitude, if you're in allowance of another person, you don't do conflict. You don't prove the rightness of your point of view. You just be. That's as simple as it gets. It doesn't have to be access. It doesn't have to be Akashic Records. It doesn't have to be Reiki. It doesn't have to be uh, yoga or anything else. It's about who you are. When you are in that space of being you, when you are actually truly be your nature, like really, truly, who you are, the infinite being, the infinite embodiment, that person that actually in the space of gratitude, you stop arguing. You actually stop proving whatever point of view you have because everything else becomes irrelevant. It's not important. You look at the things as a priorities instead of validity of that right choice, right point of view, right thing to do, being perfect, trying to prove your perfectionism. You actually would be and be from that space of I am. You remember that famous question, who am I? What if there is no answer to that? What if it's as simple as I am? And that's it. I be. And that's it. When you be that space, just notice it. I am. And then everything else melts. In that space of I am or I be, I be me, there is no fight. There is no judgment. There is no right. There is no wrong. It's just space. I am. Everything else falls away. 
that's why we use the meditation to get into that space of I am. You use expansion to go into that space of I am. We clear those points of view. We get out of the right and wrong just to be, period. What is, what if it is that? What if all my life, all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory is that being in that space of allowance, being in that space of forgiveness, being in that space of gratitude, being in that space of trust, allowance, vulnerability. And see, there is no space for right or wrong in there. In a lot of shows, we talk about that whatever feels light is true. Light and expanding, it's true. Whenever it's heavy and constricting, that's always a lie. Sense the difference. I am. Or I be. Or I'm right and you're wrong. Of course I'm right. You're wrong. Huh. Nah. I prefer just be. The other thing is, it might sound like a manipulation, which is fine. What if you, instead of saying to somebody that when try when they're trying to prove the rightness of their points of view, what if you actually said, yeah, you're right, I'm wrong, or I'm sorry, I've been wrong. Would you be lying? To you, maybe, but to them, no. To them, actually, you would be telling the truth to them. Because in their eyes, they already judged you as wrong. And it doesn't mean you agree with their point of view or you actually are wrong. It's about choosing not to fight. Just be. Can anybody hurt you when you're space? When a knife is thrown at you and you're a solid, yeah, it can hurt you. If you have protection, it still will hurt because even if you have an armor or a mirror, the mirror can break and uh, all the glass shards can actually cut you. But what if you didn't have any protection, quote-unquote, but what if you expanded yourself and made yourself space and step out of the judgment and receive everything that's coming your way with no point of view? Would it actually harm you? Mm -mm. Just look at the space you are. Let's do that exercise that I love so much. Let's drop our barriers, our protections, our walls and barricades and expand from your heart. Just 
bring your attention to your heart. Go into your heart space. Just like that. Breathe in love and breathe out gratitude. And with that energy, expand. Make yourself as big as the room you're in first and then go maybe a mile or kilometer wherever you are. Ten miles, a thousand miles, ten thousand miles, million miles. Believe me, you already done it. Even if you're doubting that you didn't, if you're questioning how to do it, you already done that. Just be that space. Unless you have barriers, And if you do, just drop them and expand. Make yourself as big as Earth, as solar system, as the whole universe. Now, think of any judgment that other people thrown at you. The worst judgment you receive, let's say, in the last month. Maybe a year. Maybe you've been perfect and you didn't receive any judgment in the last 10 years. But get the energy of the judgment you receive. Uh-uh, don't contract. Be that space. And look at that judgment. How big is that judgment? And actually, if you think it's small and insignificant, expand that now. Make it bigger. You're kind of like, what? What do you mean make it big? Yeah. Make it as big as you. So you can kind of like fight it on your own, kind of like you don't fight something smaller. But make it big. How big did it get before it disappeared? Because any judgment is a lie. And if you doubt me, Take another judgment, like real, real ugly one, where you felt small, but now that you're expanded, not when you were small, not when you felt small, not when you made yourself small, just when you're expanded. You don't have to be expanded millions of miles to do that, just maybe a 100 miles. And look at the judgment even now. And expand that. Expand that judgment. How soon did it just burst and disappeared? Yeah. Any judgment that is thrown at you is just that, a lie and a judgment. It doesn't have any weight on it unless you make it. Unless you make yourself small. Unless you diminish you. Unless you actually resist and react or align and agree with that. That's when that knife becomes solid and can hurt you. If you didn't make it solid, that judgment would just disappear, dissipate. And what if you can use that judgment to your advantage? Just saying. What if you can use anything to your advantage? And it's time for our second break of the show. 
You've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlovich, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we'll continue to discuss. Are you willing to be wrong? Are you always right? We will be right back. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255 Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Helen Gitlovich. I'm creating abundance with ease. And today, our show topic is, are you willing to be wrong? Are you always right? Just sense that for a second. How many of you felt that you're always wrong? Yeah. What if it is a lie? What if it's just a a judgment? And how much of that decision that you're wrong is actually not yours? What if you bought it from other people who always proving that they're right, but they always also decided that they're wrong? And you actually picking up their wrongness and think it's yours. Remember we were talking in one of the shows that you're, or in one of my webinars, you're actually SpongeBob. I don't know if you're familiar with American cartoons. It's a little character on the children's cartoon, but a lot of adults like me, when you have kids, you watch them. So it's a sponge. And he picked up a lot of things. So what if you're just a sponge for other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions? And that wrongness you always felt all your life is actually not yours. Would you be willing to entertain that idea? Cool. I, I got a yes on that. Not everybody decided that they want to play with that. That's fine. But some of you actually do. So just 
sense that wrongness in your body, like you're wrong, or pick a point of view that you have that you've been made wrong for, and just ask, who does that belong to? Did it light up? Mine did. Ask it again. Who does that belong to? And again, who does that belong to? And again, who does that belong to? Do you feel lighter? So what if every time when somebody made you wrong, instead of going into proving I am right, you go, it's like, okay. You can say I'm wrong. Or you can say you're right. Or you can just say, hmm, interesting point of view. And inside asking, who does that belong to? Huh. Yeah. And what if you can live your life as space instead of contraction and diminishment of you? What if you didn't have to make yourself small when people judge you? What if you just know that any judgment is a lie? And you can expand yourself. You can expand the lie. You can just be the space that melts all the lies in your universe. What if being the space you just be. What if it is, like, if any of you did meditation for some period of time where you at least were able to stay without thoughts, feelings, and emotions for maybe longer than 10 seconds, what if, do you remember that space of just being? Because that's what it is. It's a space of being. It's what you are. When you take away all the points of view, all the lies, all the judgments, all the problems, all the um, fictional reality, fictionalized reality that you have, because a lot of it is just virtual vibrational reality that you invented. A lot of things in our lives are not real. We invent a lot of problems. And you say, no, 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 no. Those problems are real. Yes, they are real because you make them so. And a lot of times they do feel more real than that space of being because they have the solidity to it. They have that palpable feeling just like the table you're sitting and dining at, or your desk that you're working at, or your computer, they're all solid objects, right? But is it actually true, or is it an invention? It's solid because it works for us. We use them. And if you look under the microscope, especially like with the highest magnification that we have at this moment, and probably future will show more, but at this moment, if you look under electron microscopy, 
you wouldn't see a solid object anymore. You would just see space with energy vibrating at different frequencies. That's what actually that is. You might see the atoms like within the space. And a lot of that space is not empty. Consciousness is what fills that space between the molecules. And the consciousness is actually you. We are one of the drops in the field of consciousness. And at the same time, we are that ocean of consciousness. Because we are all interconnected. We are that space of being. And when we expand, we can perceive that. We can be that. We can receive from that. And what if we can create from that space instead of from the invention of the solidity of this reality? I like science. Being a doctor, I always look for science. And people say, okay, but you're talking about magic, not science. Am I? Electricity, if you look at the electricity that's flowing through your uh, wires and everything else, you turn the switch on and the light comes on. To somebody, even 200 years ago or 300 years ago, you would have been burned at the stake saying you're a witch if you can make light by turning the switch up or down, whatever way it goes. Cell phone, Wi-Fi, you cannot see those things, but they make your phone work. You can call somebody across the globe. Even this radio show, isn't it magical? that I'm talking in my house in Buffalo Grove, Illinois, United States, and you're listening somewhere in Canada, in California, in India, or somewhere else in the world. Isn't that magical? You say, no, that's technology. Mm-hmm. Yep. What if magic is a form of our technology, quote-unquote, what if it's what we are? I did the SOP class uh, last week, actually, and we were practicing on each other. SOP, it's Symphony of Possibilities. And if you're curious, um, I do occasional sessions um online and I do have private sessions with Symphony, play with that. So when we practiced in a class, um, I was working with somebody who was all the way across the globe in India. I was playing with the energy of Symphony of Possibilities and I could sense her shifting and changing. I saw her on the screen, 
and her body was actually jumping when I would shift something in her body. That's magical. That's our own field of possibilities because we aren't connected. Even Jung, in his theory of universal consciousness, was talking about that hundred monkeys. Because how would other monkeys learn how to peel the banana on a different island from the one that actually knew how to do it? But we all are aware of everybody and everything in the world. How often do you wake up and you feel not quite as happy as you would be, even if everything in your life has ease, joy, and glory in it? But you're perceiving other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And you make yourself wrong for that. Or you decide that you're depressed, and that's a wrongness in this reality. This has to be treated by medication. What if nothing is wrong and nothing is right? What would you choose now? What if it's about choice? Not the rightness, not the wrongness. Just a choice you can make in 10 seconds increment. It's one of the commandments of access. Live your life in 10 seconds increments. And you say, how much can I accomplish in 10 seconds? Mm, A lot. If you get out of right and wrong. And by the way, if you choose something, you can choose it again so you can create something in the future. Or you saw something that's not working, you can choose something else in 10 seconds. Choice creates. Choice creates. It's as simple as it gets. It's about being the choice you are, not imagining that, oh, I chose wrong or I decided this and I'll continue doing it. Maybe eventually it will be right. And it's time for our third and final break of the show. You've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlovich, on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we'll continue to discuss what is right, what is wrong. Are you willing to be wrong or are you always right? And we will be right back. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show. Every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
This is Creating Abundance with Ease Radio Show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Helen Gitlovich. I'm creating abundance with ease. And today our show topic is, are you willing to be wrong? Are you always right? And that's always right because I was, all my life, I was always right. I had to prove my point of view. And I always felt small because other people were trying to prove to me that I was wrong. Because it's, again, back to that resistance and reaction. What if you didn't have to? What if you could just be? Like we were talking before, in meditation, when you actually, oh, that's right, because you can do meditation right and you can do meditation wrong. God, everything in our lives, we've been judging as right and wrong. Everything. What if we stepped out of it? What if we finally allowed ourselves to be, just to be? Let's look at that from perspective of a little child. When a child is born, is it wrong or is it right? Well, the parents might decide that it's, oh my God, it's my baby, it's perfect, it's correct, it's, it's the right time to have it. But this is actually any time is the right time to have a baby. Eh. But the baby itself, unless it picks up parents' points of view, when the baby is born, it looks at the world with those big, bright eyes, and everything is wonder. Huh, what's that? What's that? What's that? And what's this? As it grows up, it's like crawling and exploring everything, it doesn't know that this is wrong or this is right. And it's appearance. Oh, don't do that. No, no, no. That will hurt you. That's wrong. Oh, don't do that. Oh, this is hot. Don't touch it. It will hurt. It's wrong. Oh, don't say that in front of people. That's wrong. Don't touch this. This is wrong. Everything is wrong or right. So the child starts like, wait a second, what's going on? I didn't know this was wrong. This is just beautiful. And then it starts learning to separate. Not just to separate into right and wrong, but also to start separating from what the baby knows. Because baby knows that everything is perfect. Everything is wonderful. Everything is beautiful, 
everything is abundant. But now the baby is learning other people's points of view and starts judging. And the world starts contracting. So how much did you contract your world since you were a baby based on other people's judgment? What if you didn't have to? What if you be willing to step out of the right and wrong? And then you would like, oh, wait a second. But if something is dangerous, that's wrong. What if it's not wrong? What if it's just dangerous? And you're aware of it. And you don't do it. Because it's just dangerous. How much you misidentified all those things that not right or wrong, because nothing is right and wrong. But certain things work for you and certain things don't don't work for you. Something represents maybe not your brightest choice and then you can choose something different. You don't have to choose something that will kill you, by the way. Though a lot of times we do that based on what's right. It's the right thing to do to volunteer to go to war for whom? It's the right thing to do to eat according to nutritional guidelines, but what if it's harming your body? What if that vitamin that you're taking according to the nutritionist or to the guidelines, you get too much of that? Or if by not taking medicine, because you decided that medicine is bad, you're harming yourself. This is about your own choices, your own awarenesses, what works, what doesn't work. That she has nothing to do with what's right and what's wrong. And instead, you're making yourself right or you're making yourself wrong, and all of those just judgments that you or somebody else imposed on you. And by the way, if you'd like to join me on upcoming classes, uh, I have Being You class, which is actually that deals exactly with that, getting out of the wrongness of being you. And that's one day class, which is because we are not able to do it live right now. It's done over the internet on Zoom. So it will be broken down into two days, a little shorter. I think it's three hours each day on September 7 and 8. And also three-day body class. Being your class does not require any prerequisites. You don't have to take any access classes before you take being you. Three-day body class that I am facilitating on August 21-23, live in Buffalo Grove, Illinois, which is close to Chicago, that does require you to have access bars and access foundation classes. And you can talk to me or to any other facilitator to see if you can take them before the August 21, 23, if you choose to take those classes. 
There is also Facebook group, Being You Without Hiding, where a few facilitators, including me and Rachel Silver, are playing. It's a playground to see how we can get out of being right and wrong and stop hiding you. Because a lot of times when we decided that we are wrong, we hide ourselves. Or when we decided we are right and proving we are right, but then somewhere inside there is that unconscious belief that we are wrong, we're still hiding ourselves. So how many of you are hiding who you are just because you're afraid that somebody will judge you or afraid that somebody will hurt you? And believe me, a lot of those points of view are not cognitive. A lot of them are so secret. They're so hidden inside the subconscious or unconscious mind, that crazy mind, the monkey mind, that we are not even aware that we have those points of view. That's my invitation for you, to explore more of the tools of access consciousness. You can also set up an appointment with me because I do private sessions. But a lot of times taking classes is more productive because I like to facilitate people and give them the tools so they can use it in everyday life instead of being dependent on me. Even sessions, it's not about me healing you. It's more about you choosing for you. And again, teaching you the tools so you can go out and do whatever you do, but with a little bit more ease, joy, and glory. It's about creating your life in a difference that you are in the world. And what if you are actually that gift the world is requiring? It's about being who you are without judgment. And our show is coming to the end and you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlevich on the Inspired Choices Network. Thank you for choosing to listen to Creating Abundance with Ease radio show. Dr. Helen Gitlevich will return next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have fun using the tools of the week in your life and start creating magic in your life and your life.